Section 16 of Aspects of Love, an Anthology. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. Songs and Sonnets by John Donne. Witchcraft by a picture. I fix mine eye on thine, and there pity my picture burning in thine eye, my picture drowned in a transparent tear, when I look lower I espy. Hadst thou the wicked skill thy pictures made and marred to kill, how many ways mightst thou perform thy will? But now I have drunk thy sweet salt tears, and though thou pour more, I'll depart, my picture vanish, vanish fears, that I can be endamaged by that art. Though thou retain of me one picture more, yet that will be, being in thine own heart, from all malice free. THE BAIT Come, live with me, and be my love, and we will some new pleasures prove of golden sands and crystal brooks with silken lines and silver hooks there will the river whispering run warmed by thy eyes more than the sun and there the enamoured fish will stay begging themselves they may betray when thou wilt swim in that live bath, Each fish, which every channel hath, Will amorously to thee swim, Gladder to catch thee than thou him. If thou, to be so seen, Beest loath, by sun or moon, Thou darkness both, And if myself have leave to see, I need not their light having thee. Let others freeze with angling rods, And cut their legs with shells and weeds, Or treacherously poor fish beset With strangling snares or windowy net. Let coarse bold hands from slimy nest the bedded fish in banks outrest, or curious traitors sleeve silk flies, bewitch poor fishes' wandering eyes. For thee thou needst no such deceit, for thou thyself art thine own bait, that fish that is not catched thereby, alas! is wiser far than I. THE APPARITION When by thy scorn, O murderess, I am dead, And that thou thinkst thee free From all solicitation from me, Then shall my ghost come to thy bed, And thee 
feigned vestal in worse arms shall see then thy sick taper will begin to wink and he who thou art then being tired before will if thou stir or pinch to wake him think thou call'st for more and in false sleep will from thee shrink and then poor aspen wretch neglected thou bathed in a cold quicksilver sweat wilt lie a verier ghost than i what i will say i will not tell thee now lest that preserve thee and since my love is spent i'd rather thou shouldst painfully repent than by my threatenings rest still innocent the broken heart he is stark mad who ever says that he hath been in love an hour yet not that love so soon decays but that it can ten in less space devour who will believe me if i swear that i have had the plague a year who would not laugh at me if i should say i saw a flask of powder burn a day ah what a trifle is a heart if once into love's hands it come all other griefs allow a part to other griefs and ask themselves but some they come to us but us love draws he swallows us and never chores by him as by chain shot whole ranks do die he is the tyrant pike our hearts the fry if twere not so what did become of my heart when i first saw thee i brought a heart into the room but from the room i carried none with me if it had gone to thee i know mine would have taught thine heart to show more pity unto me but love alas at one first blow did shiver it as glass yet nothing can to nothing fall nor any place be empty quite therefore i think my breast hath all those pieces still though they be not unite and now as broken glasses show a hundred lesser faces so my rags of heart can like wish and adore but after one such love can love no more a valediction forbidding mourning as virtuous men pass mildly away and whisper to their souls to go whilst some of their sad friends do say the breath goes now and some say no so let us melt and make no noise no tear floods nor sigh tempests move to a profanation of our joys to tell the laity our love moving of the earth brings harms and fears men reckon what it did and meant but trepidation of the spheres though greater far is innocent dull sublunary lovers love whose soul is sent cannot admit absence because it doth remove those things which elemented it but we by a love so much refined that ourselves 
know not what it is. Inter assured of the mind, care less eyes, lips, and hands to miss. Our two souls, therefore, which are one, though I must go, endure not yet a breach, but an expansion, like gold to airy thinness beat. If they be two, they are two so, as stiff twin compasses are two, thy soul the fixed foot makes no show to move, but doth if the other do, and though it in the centre sit, yet when the other far doth roam, it leans and hearkens after it, and grows erect as that comes home. Such wilt thou be to me, who must like the other foot obliquely run, thy firmness makes my circle just, and makes me end where I begun. THE ECSTASY Where are like a pillow on a bed, a pregnant bank swelled up to rest, the violet's reclining head, sat we two, one another's best, our hands were firmly cemented with a fast balm which thence did spring our eye-beams twisted and did thread our eyes upon one double string so to intergraft our hands as yet was all the means to make us one and pictures in our eyes to get was all our propagation. As twixt two equal armies, fate suspends uncertain victory, our souls, which to advance their state, were gone out, hung twixt her and me. And whilst our souls negotiate there, we like sepulchral statues lay, all day, the same our postures were, and we said nothing all the day. If any, so by love refined, that he soul's language understood, and by good love were grown all mind, within convenient distance stood, he, though he knew not which soul spake, because both meant both spake the same, might thence a new concoction take, and part far purer than he came. This ecstasy doth unperplex, we said, and tell us what we love. We see by this it was not sex, we see we saw not what did move, but as all several souls contain mixture of things they know not what. Love, these mixed souls, doth mix again, and makes both one, each this and that. A single violet transplant, the strength, the colour, and the size, all which before was poor and scant, redoubles still, and multiplies. When love with one another so, inter-inanimates two souls, that abler soul which thence doth flow, 
defects of loneliness controls we then who are this new soul know of what we are composed and made for the atomies of which we grow are souls whom no change can invade but oh alas so long so far our bodies why do we forbear they are ours though they are not we we are the intelligences they the sphere we owe them thanks because they thus did us to us at first convey yielded their forces sense to us nor are dross to us but allay on man heaven's influence works not so but that it first imprints the air so soul into the soul may flow though it to body first repair as our blood labours to beget spirits as like souls as it can because such fingers need to knit that subtle knot which makes us man so must pure lovers souls descend to affections and to faculties which sense may reach and apprehend else a great prince in prison lies to our bodies turn with them that so weak men on love revealed may look love's mysteries in souls do grow but yet the body is his book and if some lover such as we have heard this dialogue of one let him still mark us he shall see small change when we are to bodies gone love's deity i long to talk with some old lover's ghost who died before the god of love was born i cannot think that he who then loved most sunk so low as to love one which did scorn but since this god produced a destiny and that vice nature custom lets it be i must love her that loves not me sure they which made him god meant not so much nor he in his young godhead practised it but when an even flame two hearts did touch his office was indulgently to fit actives to passives correspondency only his subject was it cannot be loved till i love her that loves me but every modern god will now extend his vast prerogative as far as jove to rage to lust to write to to commend all is the purlieu of the god of love oh were we wakened by this tyranny to ungod this child again it could not be i should love her who loves not me rebel and atheist too why murmur i as though i felt the worst that love could do love might make me leave loving or might try a deeper plague to make her love me too which since she loves before i am loath to see falsehood is worse than hate and that must be if she whom i love should love me love's diet to what 
a cumbersome unwieldiness and burdenous corpulence my love had grown but that i did to make it less and keep it in proportion give it a diet made it feed upon that which love worst endures discretion above one sigh a day i allowed him not of which my fortune and my faults had part and if sometimes by stealth he got a she-sigh from my mistress heart and thought to feast on that i let him see twas neither very sound nor meant to me if he wrung from me a tear i brined it so with scorn or shame that him it nourished not if he sucked hers i let him know twas not a tear which he had got his drink was counterfeit as was his meat for eyes which roll towards all weep not but sweat whatever he would dictate i writ that but burnt my letters when she writ to me and that that favour made him fat i said if any title be conveyed by this ah what doth it avail to be the fortieth name in an entail thus i reclaimed my buzzard love to fly at what and when and how and where i choose now negligent of sport i lie and now as other faulkners use i spring a mistress swear write sigh and weep and the game killed or lost go talk and sleep the will before i sigh my last gasp let me breathe great love some legacies here i bequeath mine eyes to argus if mine eyes can see if they be blind then love i give them thee my tongue to fame to ambassadors mine ears to women or the sea my tears thou love hast taught me heretofore by making me serve her who had twenty more that i should give to none but such as had too much before my constancy i to the planets give my truth to them who at the court do live mine ingenuity and openness to jesuits to buffoons my pensiveness my silence to any who abroad hath been my money to a capuchin thou love taught'st me by appointing me to love there where no love received can be only to give to such as have an incapacity my faith i give to roman catholics all my good works unto the schismatics of amsterdam my best civility and courtship to an university my modesty i give to soldiers bare my patience let gamesters share thou love taught'st me by making me love her that holds my love disparity 
only to give to those that count my gift indignity. I give my reputation to those which were my friends, my industry to foes, to schoolmen I bequeath my doubtfulness, my sickness to physicians or excess, to nature all that I in rhyme have writ, and to my company my wit, thou love by making me adore her who begot this love in me before, taught'st me to make as though I gave when I did but restore. To him for whom the passing bell next tolls, I give my physic books, my written rolls of moral counsels I to bedlam give, my brazen medals unto them which live in want of bread, to them which pass among all foreigners mine English tongue. Thou love by making me love one who thinks her friendship a fit portion for younger lovers, dost my gifts thus disproportion. Therefore I'll give no more, but I'll undo the world by dying, because love dies too. Then all your beauties will be no more worth than gold in mines when none doth draw it forth, and all your graces no more use shall have than a sundial in a grave. Thou love taught me by making me love her, who doth neglect both me and thee, to invent and practice this one way, to annihilate all three. The Funeral Whoever comes to shroud me, do not harm nor question much that subtle wreath of hair which crowns my arm, the mystery, the sign you must not touch, for tis my outward soul, viceroy to that which then to heaven being gone will leave this to control and keep these limbs her provinces from dissolution. For if the sinewy thread my brain lets fall through every part, can tie those parts, and make me one of all. These hairs, which upward grew, and strength, and art, have from a better brain, can better do it, except she meant, that I by this should know my pain, as prisoners then are manacled, when they are condemned to die. Whate'er she meant by it, bury it with me, for since I am love's martyr, it might breed idolatry, if into other hands these relics came, as t'was humility, to afford to it all that a soul can do, so tis some bravery, that since you would save none of me, I bury some of you. THE BLOSSOM Little thinkst thou, poor flower, whom I have watched six or seven days, and seen thy birth, and seen what every hour gave to thy growth, thee to this height to raise, and now dost laugh and triumph on this bough. Little thinkst thou that it will freeze anon, and that I shall to-morrow find thee fallen, or not at all. Little thinkst thou, poor heart, that labourest yet to nestle thee, and thinkst 
by hovering here to get apart in a forbidden or forbidding tree and hopest her stiffness by long siege to bow little think'st thou that thou to-morrow ere that sun doth wake must with this sun and me a journey take but thou which lovest to be subtle to plague thyself wilt say alas if you must go what's that to me here lies my business and here i will stay you go to friends whose love and means present various content to your eyes ears and tongue and every part if then your body go what need your heart well then stay here but know when thou hast stayed and done thy most a naked thinking heart that makes no show is to a woman but a kind of ghost how shall thee know my heart or having none know thee for one practice may make her know some other part but take my word she doth not know a heart meet me at london then a twenty days hence and thou shalt see me fresher and more fat by being with men than if i had stayed still with her and thee for god's sake if you can be you so too i would give you there to another friend whom we shall find as glad to have my body as my mind the primrose being at montgomery castle upon the hill on which it is situate upon this primrose hill where if heaven would distil a shower of rain each several drop might go to his own primrose and grow manner so and where their form and their infinity make a terrestrial galaxy as the small stars do in the sky i walk to find a true love and i see that tis not a mere woman that is she but must or more or less than woman be yet know i not which flower i wish a six or four for should my true love less than woman be she were scarce anything and then should she be more than woman she would get above all thought of sex and think to move my heart to study her and not to love both these were monsters since there must reside falsehood in woman i could more abide she were by art than nature falsified live primrose then and thrive with thy true number five and women whom this flower doth represent with this mysterious number be content ten is the farthest number if half ten belong unto each woman then each woman may take half us men or if this will not serve their turn since all numbers are odd or even and they fall first into this five women may take us all the relic when my grave is broke up again 
some second guest to entertain for graves have learnt that woman head to be to more than one a bed and he that digs it spies a bracelet of bright hair about the bone will he not let us alone and think that there a loving couple lies who thought that this device might be some way to make their souls at the last busy day meet at this grave and make a little stay if this fall in a time or land where misdevotion doth command then he that digs us up will bring us to the bishop and the king to make us relics then thou shalt be a mary magdalene and i a something else thereby all women shall adore us and some men and since at such time miracles are sought i would have that age by this paper taught what miracles we harmless lovers wrought first we loved well and faithfully yet knew not what we loved nor why difference of sex no more we knew than our guardian angels do coming and going we perchance might kiss but not between those meals our hands ne'er touched the seals which nature injured by late law sets free these miracles we did but now alas all measure and all language i would pass should i tell what a miracle she was end of section sixteen